Whatever you like, Chris. All right. Here we go. We are live. Chris Denman and Travis Terrell. We've got a special guest in studio today. But first, barrel beard and tattoo oil. Got to mm. tell you about it. Oh, Travis is, isn't ashy anymore. It's I'm luscious. It's AF. not just for his beard. It's for his elbows. They were disgusting. Damn. I mean, they were a little ashy <laughs> at times. <laughs> barrel beard and tattoo oil. Amazing sponsor. Jeremy Allenstein brings it to you. We're going to be working with them uh, on more stuff soon. Worked on a charity event recently. Did a big football thing with them. Doing all kinds of fun stuff in the new year with barrel beard and tattoo oil. Get yours today. Check out their Facebook page. They're blowing up, Travis. Everybody, it's a cool place to be. Call that the We Are Live bump as well. <laughs> sometimes the girls get it. Sometimes business get it. That's right. And we're going to give our bumps to Chris Sear, local comic, mm, dignitary, bump. The bump all and all-around good right guy. Now. What's up, Chris Sear? Bump all hey. over you right now. Hey. That's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Up, man, man I'm, I, you made me look at my own elbows. That's hard to do, too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't How's, really look at your elbows. <laughs> well, you're losing weight, man. Uh, you look uh, good. You thanks. feel good. You have a glow know. about you? Mostly it's the cancer. Oh, oh I, just, I didn't oh. want to say No, that's, that's so yeah. heck. Why'd I do that? It's early, man. I'm yeah, yeah. It's all of it's all of uh, what is it? Twelve thirty on uh, on this beautiful day. It's my and day off. This is and, early. And you're hurting. <laughs> you were telling oh. us too. So you've been you've been uh, folks. I noticed because you posted on social media. So yeah. I feel like you're cool talking about. It. I've been there before too. It is. Uh, those cheat meal days. Oh my god! Ooh, you live for them, don't you? It's terrible. You literally figure out how much of an animal we are yep. as humans. Whenever you start eating right, and you haven't been eating right in a long time, right? And you're okay. You're past the like I'm going to kill myself phase for the most part. I yeah. mean, not besides your crippling depression, right? But right, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> discount that. Right. That's, yeah. that's my bread yeah. and butter. But you get to that. <laughs> don't say bread and butter. Oh, oh, bread. Oh. <laughs> but you get to that point where you're like. You're salivating for that cheat meal, and then whenever it hits, you feel horrible 10 minutes later. Right. <laughs> I, I, but you have to have it, or you'll go oh, nuts. Oh, man. Isn't that like, it's just you learn how out of control you might have been before, Oh, too. God, more than ever. You're like, oh, I'm just going to order what I normally would order, and they show up with like nine plates of food. Yeah. It's well, like <laughs> and then when you eat right, too, you see just the options that we have. And maybe it's because we live in South St. Louis, and yeah. like we're just kind of, that's the bread and butter of where we live at the cheaper places. They're going to give you a big old value for a oh thing. Oh, my God. But all of a sudden, you start realizing, like, oh, this is just, like, I don't need all this. Like, if you would have just gave me a piece of protein and a handful of vegetables, I could have went on for another six hours. Yep. But you're going to put all this in front of me? Oh, that's man. weird, I, man. Like, with dieting, that's why I find I can see how people can get easily depressed because even when you start to eat right, your immediate thought goes back to, I could have easily done this months ago and I wouldn't be right. in this situation. Yeah. And if, that adds more to your mild depression because you're going, gosh, if I just turned myself into, you know, a regular human being, I probably wouldn't be in this position. Right. Maybe I could have started doing this when I was 12. Right. <laughs> right. Like, the for me now oh, is man. just the, like, it's just, it's literally like, listen here, asshat, all you have to do is, you didn't need that fourth double cheeseburger at 2 a.m. But it's it felt that simple. But it felt good, and I was less sad. Yes. Yeah, you remember how good the 4 a.m. drunken cheeseburgers are? Uh, they are so good. So good. God damn. They are. What's, uh, what's, so, Chris, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with him from us or any of the multiple mini shows that he does around town, he's a comic. He's been on before. Big uh, big supporter of ours. We're a big supporter of his as well. What uh, What's the drink of choice? 
choice these days. In the uh, in the, are, are you allowed to drink right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know drink. how strict you were going. No. So my my thing was I'm, I'm in bars way too much. Every to day. Drink, you, well, so. and you're a hardworking yeah. comic. Who, I just are you making up for lost time too? <laughs> I mean, dude, I see you're out yeah. five six nights a week. Doing yeah. comedy, right? Rafe Williams and I always talk about that because we're both like near the same age. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're competing with guys 15, in his case, 20 years younger in my case. So mm-hmm. like, you got to you gotta work twice as hard sometimes. So, yeah, yeah it's I'm not out five nights a week anymore because I right. would have died. Um, <laughs> I'm probably out six. <laughs> I take Mondays off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is a shame because there are two great open mics I could hit on Mondays. <laughs> right. right. But I'm yeah. always like, oh, no. Yeah. You no. just need to sleep at a certain point. Right. Everybody keeps saying, and I say everybody, in our little group of whatever stuff we do, I, we catch a lot of hell because we're so into comics and we have people on. We have unique opportunities through the relationships we built that mm, it wouldn't be that crazy if we had been doing, if we had 20 minutes together that was passable and we worked super hard on. Uh, I said hard on. Did I yeah. hear that? Yeah. Nice. You said Speaking super hacks, hard on. Right? Super yeah. <laughs> but it, you get those things where you're like, oh, fuck, I'm losing opportunities because I don't have this skill and it's not honed to the level that I would like, right? So we can get up and do stuff on stage, but I get we got it last night. We hosted a comedy show, and then people are like, when are you guys going to go do this? I'm like, listen, I work 80 hours a week, and then if I do this, I'm not just going to say, okay, well, here's my cute little five minutes. It's going to be, now I've committed to three to five nights a week for yep. the next six years or whatever it is, and it's crazy because you want to be you want to be really good. And we talked about it last time you were on. I've watched you in the short time. I've thought you're funny every time we've seen you, but you keep getting funnier, but that only happens through grinding through yeah. the muck. You can't, like, if I always, and I can tell, like, if I've, uh, I do, during the winter months, I do a day job just to pay bills yeah. and stuff, right. and I can tell when I've taken too much time off getting out to open mics because feel a little slow. You feel, feel yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're pulling laughs instead of getting laughs. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I never, yeah. like, I can sit there and I can autopilot my way through a set right now and be a passable comic. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. I can work most nights a week in a club doing that, but I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to pull laughter out of people. I want them to come up to me going, you fucking ruptured... Can we say I forgot. Say whatever the fuck oh, yeah, I you want. This, the we're, oh, this is We Are Live. Yeah. yeah. We're not on the radio right now. I was now. like, oh, shoot, the FBI. <laughs> 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 the, the FBI. <laughs> who who regulates podcasts? The DEA is outside. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if Sears here, they, <laughs> it's possible. But yeah, like... I don't know. My goal is I want to rupture someone's spleen. Yeah, I don't want them to be like, oh, I had a nice night. Right. Well, and, and that's what's tough, too, doing anything creative. At that point where you feel like you're clocking into work, you're just like, man, I could do this a lot easier during normal hours. <laughs> yeah. Like a regular job. So, like what you're saying, you don't want to pull laughs. Like that, to me, would feel... It's just like, oh, what am I doing now? You know, it doesn't feel right anymore. And that's so much of what you do in comedy. Is like right. It's about the feeling. It's about the emotion. Yeah. So I think you're on the right track yeah, with You'll that. have enough nights where the audience might not be into it. Like, yeah. To also for you to be part of the problem is just to exacerbate things. It's like, no, it's terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, you know that. We go on air if we're in a shit mood. And uh, it doesn't happen that much. You, you play through it, right? But... Real quick, uh, three hours of talking straight with like three five-minute breaks is a lot of time. If you're not in the right set or... Sometimes you can take that and turn around, and all of a sudden we was like, did we just have a really awesome hour? And we wanted to fucking jump off a cliff before we came on the air. I know for us it was 
the evening schedule was very difficult in that we would oh, we, would, we would grind. Evenings. We would do eight to ten hours of grinding, trying to get sales and get potential sponsors on and, and book the guests. And then eight o'clock would roll around and we would be pretty exhausted. And we were like, oh, shit, we got to do two and then three hours of radio in order to do that. So that was a difficult pull. But now... You kind of throw we have we have to wake our ass up. So now you're right. like, okay, it's fucking it's go time. six a.m. You got to get your ass up. Let's go. You got to make it entertaining. You got to make it happen. And so I appreciate that a little bit more. But yeah, I can't imagine guys who are doing 40, 50, 60 hours a week at a normal job and then trying to squeeze in open mics in between. Oh. I know there are a lot of people who clearly do that. All our, all right. Every single others. one of our friends in town do. Yeah. You guys have it harder because you can't like every couple hours take a 15 minute nap in the bedroom. Bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be weird if I had a bedroom in my office. Uh, but I do take a lot of toilet naps. Oh, God. <laughs> did you ever pull that? Nice. Well, you, Travis, you worked restaurants mainly. I did. I did when I, when I would. When I you never had the, a true office job. Though, no, I think my last office job was actually uh, when I worked down at the state capitol, and so we would, I didn't, I never understood people's fascination. Like, why would people need to spend a half hour in the bathroom? <laughs> and then I took a job working for the state, and yeah. I go, Yeah, I'll be back. Right. <laughs> I, I'll, I, I'll see y'all around eleven forty-five. Yeah. Well, no. even as a restaurant manager, you uh, you find that lock on the office door uh, real quick because you, you, right? you just kind of. Can you idiots take care of this for half an hour while I go quietly sit in a room or something? You know, I mean, that's oh, man. another form of it. When too. I had an office door, it was the worst. Before we all went to Cube Farms for that. Oh, oh my God. When I had an office door, I would. Like, I get two 15s in an hour. I'm taking my two 15s right now. Yeah. Close that door. <laughs> it's going to take, take a nap. I felt like, and I felt because I worked for a Democratic House uh, representative, I felt like a dickhead because in Missouri, it's a supermajority. Uh, Republicans have a supermajority here. And right. so, like I said, it was an office job, something I wasn't really keen to doing. But there would be moments where I would get really excited when the Republicans were trying to push a really insane bill because that's the only time action happened in the Capitol. I'm like, no more abortion rights. I'm like, yes, right. finally. And I'm like, oh, I'm an awful liberal. I'm cheering for this. But at least it'll be entertaining for the next six hours. <laughs> so I always felt like a shithead then. But, yeah, office gigs are – I God bless everyone. And I, I would imagine most people who listen to this podcast or any podcast uh, work in offices and they need these to get through the day. So Godspeed to you all because <laughs> right. you're yeah. the real heroes. Really yes. <laughs> Think about the same bullshit weather conversation that you're having with, oh God, well that, oh my, it's warm for a November, right? It's warm. And you're like, bitch, you say this every goddamn November. Like, get the fuck out of my face. What are right. you doing here? You start realizing the stupid fucking <laughs> conversations you've had and you're like, I've known you for six years. <laughs> I don't care about anything you say. Tim, Timmy's taking up softball now. I don't care. Timmy's no. taking up, but he's, he's now he's third base. I thought Timmy died. <laughs> Maybe it was just wishful thinking. <laughs> I felt so bad um, last night. And here's another thing, too. You're a comic, you're an outgoing guy, and you meet a lot of people, right? So no. you, you do all these things. There is a guy who I would now consider a friend who, uh, I mean... I've only met in person like three times. Either way, chat back and forth all the time, whatever. Works for one of our sponsors. So if you're listening, Skylar, I apologize for the 50th time. Your name is not Shyler. And I, it's the way he spells it, and I'm an idiot, and I heard something wrong, but we haven't been there where I'm like, hey, Shyler, Shyler, Shyler. And then last night I said Shyler five times, and I kept seeing like a little tweak in his face, but he was too nice Aww. to say anything. And then he finally goes, hey, and just, it's Skylar. I'm I like, God you. damn it. 
admit, I would have punched I you felt so hard. So bad. But then I thought about it, and I was like, bitch, you're man, a bitch. I meet so many damn no, people. You're totally, you're I'm a horrible person. person. There are a million people who've <laughs> walked up to me after a show, and I've had great conversations with. Yeah, and then found out, oh, I've talked to this person like nine times in my life. <laughs> it's like I should know your name, by right? Now. Yeah. Or <laughs> I've I perfected the. Well, it just gets you. So if you throw alcohol into the mix, yep, and you throw just tons of people, and the three of us all have similar personalities. Whereas if you stick us in a room, we're going to, at worst, get to know half the room. Yeah. Right? You guys I, mean, right. Just, I have a trick because then it works. I use kind of, I'm going to acknowledge I have a better I trick. Go I, ahead. I actually use I didn't my, know we were talking about tricking. No, mm-hmm. we, go, yeah. we do a lot of tricking on this. Chicken? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, because I'm a, I'm a brother, I like. If I don't know your name, I'm like, oh, what's up, brother? Mm. And they, and then uh, I feel like, and they're my, like, my, oh, my he called me brother. Exactly. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, cool. We must I, be really close. I just got brother out of my vocabulary. <laughs> like, I when I watched Sons of Anarchy, I binge watched oh, it. Oh, that will do it. And I seriously, <laughs> for like four or five months after, caught myself calling everyone <laughs> not just brother but brother. Brother. <laughs> like throwing the D's in there. Throwing the fucking D's in there. Brother, California Irish accent. Like, hey, brother. I'm like, what? What the fuck am I doing? Like, did you from a desk? Though? Get the fuck out of here. Did you get upset you? about like what yellow and purple were doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, we like, had yeah. this conversation. Yeah. I love it. Every time. Gotta look out for brown, man. <laughs> oh, brown is coming back. So. Yeah. No, well, I, no, my move is uh, so so I don't know Chris's name. Travis, I know your name. Uh, <laughs> Me and Sabala do this a you lot. You do this? You Uh-oh. do this a lot? Uh-oh. Yeah. And you go, and so I'm like, oh, hey, that's my buddy Trav. And I physically step <laughs> like, back two feet. <laughs> where, and I like act like something else is happening. Yeah. And then, and then nope. Travis... Usually what ha- and here's what fucks me up is sometimes people are like hey Trav and they don't say their name uh, that'll I'm like come on oh no Sabala and I we run a wild card Wednesday over at the Crow's Nest yeah. every Wednesday night at ten thirty nice. come on up watching wild card comedy mm-hmm. open mic mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> people constantly walk up to one of us we'll pull the other aside and go hey man. I know this person. I can't remember their name. Do me a favor. Go over and get their name. And then we'll do it. And then we're all cool. That's that's why you take two people to every party you go to. So yeah. You know, when I'm around the, the bros, the real brothers, mm-hmm. I go, uh, what's black, up? Black people. I, I've learned this. And this is from the brothers. young folks on the east side. Not the brothers Karamazov. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure. The brothers Conseco. That's who we're talking about. No, but when we're around, uh, when I used to go like, uh, my dude. What's up, my dude? <laughs> and that again, works. The form yeah. of affirmation. that. Like people are like, oh man, that's so nice. You like, we were really close because he called me his dude, right? So yeah, I am. I'll, yeah, I'm. Not so the best at where do we stand on the people that like drive at home? I'm so low on myself. I don't care if someone doesn't know my name. Yeah. I really don't. I'm like, oh, it'll never I don't give a here. fuck. I'm not going to say anything to this person. Cool. Do we have business to do together? Are right. you my friend? Are you trying to fuck somebody? Like, what are you doing? Like, let's figure out what we're doing. Let's focus on that. Who are these little bitches that'll be like, well, you know, and I'm not you saying like in the example right. I used, like, yes, he should correct me. Be like, yeah, well, that's yeah. not my name, man. Yeah, like, Skyler, we well, love yeah. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's make this all about Skyler, <laughs> who's a sweet guy. Uh, the... The, those points are like uh, you don't remember and I'm like okay why are you going to perpetuate this why not correct me politely and just move forward do you know yeah, the people no, I'm talking, talking about, about yeah 
I'm, like, I, they I don't have are, time to act like that. Those are very conceited people. They should <laughs> they, all just they had their step hand, they, away. Their mother wiped their ass till they were yeah. 19. Those right? are only children? Yeah. <laughs> they have to be. only children. <laughs> like, I grew yeah. up with my mom calling me the wrong name half the time. <laughs> <laughs> get over it. No, my, my dad would. Man, my dad has eight kids, so he would, from time to time, like, yeah. hey, uh, Latrell. Like, it's okay. Shit, my wife occasionally calls me by our dog's name. Uh, like, just get over it. <laughs> yeah, but now it's bad now because I'll, I'll mix up. I'll, I won't purposely mix up my sister's names, but I would. I don't know. I'll do that. I have a. I, they text me so much, wait, so I have well, to keep is, them in. What? This is not going what I thought it was going to go. Wait <laughs> a minute. Joke about son of a sleeping bitch. with a sister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what kind of dogs do you have? I have two. I have a pit bull and I have a black lab. South City. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, Got to do it. Dude, everybody has. I'm a new convertee to pit bulls. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, really? I grew up with, like, I've been balls deep in animals since I was fucking born. I had a farm and everything. But... Grew up with like at Farmville. Good for you. Yeah, yeah I saw you playing on the way in. <laughs> no, I swear. Like, I like my parents have a bunch of different kind of dogs, and that's fun. I don't think I'll personally have another dog besides a pit bull. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, like, I've like, enjoyed the hell out of it. It's but. weird. It, it's crazy too, and maybe it just speaks to us because all they want is attention and show right. you love. And I'm like, well, maybe this is what I've been needing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've always had labs. And, yeah. Uh, like, they're great dogs, but once I got a pit bull, I realized my, the black lab I used to have was a monster of a dog. He could have, like, destroyed me much quicker than this pit bull. Could have. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I never understood, like, why people are afraid of them, except they just look kind of funny. Oh, well, but, I mean, they were bred to fucking yeah. to fuck shit up, but at the same time, just because of people overbreeding and all that other right. stuff, like a true pit bull has zero aggression towards people. And yeah. I mean zero. They're horrible guard dogs. But, yeah. you know, if there's another, if maybe they're dog aggressive, maybe they're not. But if there's an animal or something they're not caring for, like, they're going to do work. Like, that's yeah. what happens. You know? Ours but, has a thing about, like, just because he was astray for the first six months or something. Yeah. He has a thing about enclosed spaces. Oh, And that's okay. it. But he doesn't get, like, super aggressive. He gets scared. Yeah. And yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's a dog. That's yeah. an animal. That's there. how Travis gets nervous. Yeah. I get nervous. Oh, wow. I'm nervous in this small room with you guys. <laughs> it's, it, it's not as hot as it was when we recorded earlier. We're not, we like with our schedule didn't make like you double check too. He's like we're not at Shock City. I'm like no, bro. You're getting the you're getting the rough studio today. It's cool. Yeah, I didn't. Not, there was not no foot cool. massage when I came in. Right. No, yeah. Nothing. Shock City is so <laughs> nice, isn't it? Oh, like man. it's funny. Like you you realize it too that whenever the. A-listers that we get to talk to for our world come in and they're like, I might put this in my mansion. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, right? Shock City's doing something right. Shock City's yeah. nice. You walk yeah. in, it's like the soundtrack to Cold Mountains playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you ever notice in Chinese food restaurants or Japanese food restaurants, they're trying to play Japanese or Chinese music, like the instrumental stuff, and it's really, it's the soundtrack to Cold Mountain or something. <laughs> it's like Civil War music played on a harp. Yeah, I, I like it. Idiot. I did that recently. I did go to a Chinese food restaurant and what, what what did Which you call one? it? Uh, um. I did go to uh, what some uh, affectionately call it here in St. Louis, the Chinaman. Oh, um, restaurant. okay. Nice. It's 1999. <laughs> this will be our last broadcast here on We Are Live. So but you went down to the Chinaman. I went out to the yeah, Chinaman. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
No, they were they had music also playing in the background, and I I said out loud because I recognized actually a song. I was like, oh, I'm in a Chinese food restaurant. I know a song, <laughs> and it was from the Memoirs of a Geisha soundtrack. See? And I was like, <laughs> and I said that out loud, and I think the cooks from like came from behind the wall, like, who the what is? What are you talking That's about? So what do you know about Memoirs of a Geisha? Did you get really pedantic on them and go, guys, this is Japanese. <laughs> It's a whole different country. Actually, that's why I wanted actually one of my friends to correct me in front of them just to show them how progressive we were. Like, bro, you're so wrong. That's a Japanese soundtrack. They're Chinese. That's so funny. Oh, that would have been so great. We're going to start doing that. That's going to be our our shtick now. I love when people call it the Chinaman. It's so, is so bad. bad. It's, it's so, so terrible. Bad. You should not do let's, that. So let's, bad. let's not yeah. uh, shield any of our brothers here. It is a black thing. It is for very sure. You know, I've never, once, I've never once heard an old white man say, hey, Chinaman. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I went to Soul Dan. That's what we called it. Oh, it didn't matter who oh, you were. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we cut is school Dan to go over. School? I think so. Is that a public I school? I forget what they canceled in St. Louis. Yeah, it's a, it was an international studies high school when I finally graduated from there. Okay. Where is that? It's a union and Marish. Oh. You've driven you past it 100 right? times. You've driven yeah. past the school like a lot times. You've had a giant football field across the yeah. street from you. Probably so, yeah. You've been to the Bucat Club? Wedding receptions or anything. Brentwood? Much. It's not, not at Brentwood. We're talking Union Delmar. We literally used it's to. It's right next to the I'm Lee's sure Chicken we, or whatever that is right we've there. We've driven past it because that's where the old studios were. Oh, uh, okay. Before we, when we yeah, were yeah, initially yeah. at 920 For the sure. first time. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I guess like my high school knowledge is like people that I'm friends with and then whoever we played in basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we didn't play Soul Dan. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. I haven't heard it called that since. I just got to point out. I didn't know people still did it. <laughs> it I thought we all progressed. Things. But no, it, you, and you would think, and that's one of those things. And again, it's funny to hear people who you know are very progressive, progressive blacks say Just it. throw that out You're there. just like, oh, man, you have a Harvard degree. You're like a, you're a medical doctor at Barnes Jewish Hospital. And then you're like, man, yeah. I'm so hungry. Let's go to the Chinaman. I'll go, wait, hey. Let's oh, not say that out loud. We're all terrible people when we're around our friends. I mean, because oh, we know we're not terrible absolutely. people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was walking out. A pin out the uh, pin up pin out bowl pin up bowl the other night. Oh, the and it was like three thirty in the morning or whatever. Oh, whatever time they closed, they right. just kicked us all out. We go out in the street, and I'm explaining to another comic about words you just shouldn't use anymore. And I'm like, you know, there are words you shouldn't use. Like we, when we're referring to black people, we call them African American and not Negroes. And the person behind me, all they heard was that I not Negro. I'm like, no, 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 no. And luckily, she knew a friend of mine. She's like, it's okay. I'm like, no, no, really. but no, it's not. It's that, not. It's okay. It's, it's not that it's okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was explaining the point I was trying to say. I like, uh, you're so edgy, Sear. That's exactly. <laughs> I got accused like, of that in the RFT comment section. Oh god, they hit you with the edge. They hit you with they the call edgy. Me edgy, like right in between some hacky fat joke somebody tried to turn on me as for a comment. I was like, eh, whatever. What, what's the RFT one. comment section like? Is it oh, like the Tower Grove South uh, Facebook page? No, you remember the STL Today forums? Yeah. Okay, so it's the STL that. Today comment section. We've uh, we've had the pleasure of being written up by uh, a, an. Uh, the, whatever the AM radio dork who does stuff here in St. Louis, and then the comment section of the Post Dispatch is like out of a movie. It's so ridiculous, like it's insane. Yeah, it's uh, and it's people that like and your Facebook accounts attached to it. So it's like you know this is traceable. Like what are you only saying? Good right now, at least they're doing it on <laughs> Facebook where you yeah. can figure out who they are. In the old days of the SCL Today forums, man, people would just go in there and say some crazy shit, and their name yeah. would be like, "I drive a Ford." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
you see that with uh, in rural communities. There's this disgusting uh, website called Topics, T O P I X. Oh, yeah. And it's just a rumor website, and I'm sure it's mainly teenagers and then like meth heads or something. But you'll see really bad, damning shit on there, and that there's no, yeah. there's no accountability. No, there there used to be a moment for me, like I would watch, uh, you would watch the uh, the biopics on famous civil rights leaders or moments and times. Like so you'll watch. Oh yeah, Jackie I do Robinson that all the time. I figured you would. Like so, yeah. the Jackie Robinson yeah, movie. Usually, and you'll watch it, and you'll go, uh, and you'll see the the racist characters in those films, and you go, man, that's crazy. That's crazy how people would talk like that. And I think, no, Hollywood, you're so adding extra n words to it. That's that's not. And then you go to a, a local newspaper's comment section. You go, oh, they're shielding you. Oh, oh, that's what. Right. Oh, they're preparing me for what's yeah. actually taking place in oh. front of me. So I always wondered that. Like people who make the comments, I go, you're the villain in the in the civil rights movement. Yeah. You're that guy. I can't believe it. It's real. Oh, it's so terrible. And yeah, no one feels like they have to hide any of that now. It's just, it's fun. And that's the thing. And and I, here's, but I, here's what I will say in regards to that. I would rather you put your name on it. Put your name on yeah. it. Put your name on it. And if you look, if you feel bold being the executive vice president of Coca-Cola, stepping out to the world saying that blacks are this or Mexicans are that then you apparently you're okay with the repercussions that come along with it. I would rather you just put your name on it. It's these pussies who hide behind the Blues logo or Cardinals logo <laughs> yeah. or the fucking dog in the avatar yeah, yeah, or the yeah. American flag in your avatar. Those are the bitches I can't stand because uh, if you truly felt that way, then sign your fucking name to it. That's the only thing I care about. Just put your name on it. I'm fine. That's why I always like, hey, man, just take the hood off. You can keep the rest <laughs> right? of the garb on. <laughs> right? yeah. I like the sheets. They're really nice yeah. and clean. Just take the hood part like off. Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Not to change the subject because uh, it's such a positive time in our city and everything right now. Uh But uh, what's uh, we? I met Zach from uh, Uh, Zach Stovall. No, oh, I know Zach. Zach. Uh, no, I, yeah, we've known Zach. Zach Taylor, on. Zach Taylor Thomas, Zachariah Johnson. Zach from... <laughs> Zach, Zach the Legomaniac. Zach Morris. <laughs> Nobody uh, told Zach you Zach Wild. <laughs> Nobody told you to stop. I'm running out of Zachs. <laughs> Galifianakis. Oh, oh. I have such so a, hack. I have such a great That's fucking so Galifianakis oh, story. Um, the... One of the founders are... People that started uh, Flyover yeah, Comedy Joviac. Festival, Joviac. That's how I say it. Okay, I need he, to find. I him. have had him correct me on it once or twice. Probably so. It's a hard super nice guy. It. He was at our uh, our comedy show last night with uh, Vinigoni, cool, Tina, and Stefan. All did very funny. Uh, no, all of those I'm are excited. Funny you're, comics. you're part of. Uh, you're part of Flyover. Yeah, right? I'm going to be on two shows. I'm going to be at a Friday night show at Gesling, and I think I'm hosting for a half hour at an open mic at Handlebar. That'll be cool. So yeah, there'll be a lot of out of towners coming through. They're trying to get most of the performers to come through the open mics too. Yeah, to do short sets just to get people. You know. I don't want to put anything out there that won't happen, but we just chatted a little bit and we had talked about ways we could maybe be involved. And just off the bat, like it sounds like they've got a really cool group of people. And then they get Todd Berry yeah. headlining. And then Henry, uh, there's another comic that I'm, who's like a super tenured guy. And his name's Henry. He's been on a bunch of TV shows and stuff. Either way, I hear he's amazing. But on top of that, you have all these great local talents and then people coming in from out of town. Yeah. Just something like that, I think, uh, not only could it end up being a big damn deal. I mean, you see Lufest. It's turned yep. into this super successful. So it has a good soul to it, I feel like. I think it's got a good feel. Yeah. Um, I like... 
I like the fact that we're getting a chance to highlight local comics. Yeah. Well, it's so such funny. a good scene. The second but. you call it, where it's just like, no, no, this is a comedy festival. You're going to get people that come out that could that have been ignoring you guys for the last yeah. five years that could see you anytime, anywhere. Totally but this. you call it a festival, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Right? Wait, that guy's funny. That girl's funny. Like that's that's cool. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, now you're an overnight sensation. You've been doing it Dude, for however long. We just talked to uh, Rodman, who won last comic. I love Rodman. And he he was just like, I was doing stand-up for 19 years, and then I'm an overnight sensation. Yeah. 19 years. Yeah, no. He was on Def Comedy Jam way before he was yeah. on Last Comic yeah. Standing. Yeah, he was. Like, uh, every time I watch Rodman, I have to watch myself on stage, because I start doing his voice. Uh. That, uh, <laughs> I went down to the Walmart, and I went to get my stuff, and there was no money in the cashier lane. How dangerous <laughs> is that, though? I, I that you know, And that is, especially for guys or girls who are getting their stuff. That has to be a little bit dangerous because you'll look at comedians who inspire you and routines and sets that you really like, and then you watch enough of them, and then somehow their voice seeps into yours. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, I'm doing a shitty Tom you Segura do. right now. Oh, and I, I, there was a moment we can do it on the we can do it on the radio. Too. Oh, if I listen to too so. many podcasts, I'll start slipping into it. There, at worst, a cadence. The, the cadence. Right. Yeah, exactly. I would, there was a moment where we, when we started, I, I was listening to Segura a lot, and I would find myself sneaking into his own cadence. I was like, I can't keep watching him because I'd be damned if I get on someone's stage or get in front of a microphone. You cheese on anything? <laughs> Dude, it's so Segura. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, really? You're just going to bite Segura all day? What are you going to do? So, yeah, I have to watch out for that because I'm like, oh, I really want to watch these new sets on Netflix. Yeah. And then I'll go down the wormhole and I'll watch every single one of them. And I'm like, wow, now I sound like It's like a dual-edged sword because you have to watch all right. what everybody's doing. So, A, you're not biting their shit and B, so you're like up to date on yes. who's doing what. But then yeah, like and his falls like like he's not a comic I watch all the time, so I'll watch YouTube right. clips of him every time he comes to St. Louis before I go see him at Helium Comedy this weekend. I don't know why I'm plugging him. They don't pay me. I'm not on the show. Um, I do, they do pay me quite a bit sometimes. <laughs> um, How please much? hire me. What's I don't know. Security number. Yeah. Please hire me more. Yeah. Um, but his, I take a lot of pauses in my set as it is. So his cadence falls right in line with kind of how wow. I do. So I always got to watch it because uh, I, when I first started, every white comic does. Every white comic's using Hedberg's voice at some point. Ooh, yes. Like, they'll do that. I got here on stage. I looked at this thing. Oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not from the South. <laughs> right. You're from Clayton. Why are you Yo, like from Savannah, Georgia? I'm from South St. Louis City. <laughs> I just want to throw that out. I may have been born at St. Mary's, but I didn't go to St. Mary's. Ooh, oh, they're wow. in South City, too. That was, that was, yeah. okay. sure. that, was that the hard, like, as far as, and it's one thing that even I'll acknowledge myself still working on as far as time. Like, it's one thing when you sit down and write. And that's where I am. Like, oh, the writing part I've gotten to. It's the presentation, delivery, timing part that I am not doing so well. So how... What helped you over time get to that point where you were comfortable with your timing? And was it watching other comedians or what yeah. What helped you get to the point where you were comfortable with your timing? I'll let you know in 10 years. <laughs> uh, I'm never comfortable with my set. Uh, I mean, I'll walk off stage and go, that went really well. Right. But then I immediately uh, and one of the managers at Helium from out of town once told me to stop doing this and I still do it. I immediately listen to the set I just had or if I recorded it, immediately? I immediately watch it. Ooh, yeah, I really? get off stage and do it. 
um, if I got time, like if I'm hosting, I can't do it immediately. I'll wait till the headliner starts and then I'll step out and just critique myself right then and there. Interesting. And he's like, you got to stop doing that. Like, Enjoy the fact they clapped for you for a little bit. Right. <laughs> you like, no. You remind yourself that, though, sometimes. Right? I want to be reminded that I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and I screwed up three words in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Like the timing for me is actually the easier part. Okay, I'm more responsive to being in front of a crowd and getting my feedback right then and there. Okay, the writing part. Like if you're already at the point where you're writing, man, you're doing better than me because like the writing part's the harder part for me because I write a lot. But writing comedy is one of those things. Like when I'm free writing, right, it's impossible for me to look at what I just wrote in the last hour and go, well, that's a bit, that's a bit, that's a bit. Right. Usually my bits come from I'll be doing something on stage and I'll be an idiot and try and riff and I'll get like a line in that riff <laughs> yeah I'll have gone like two minutes too far into it but there's one line in there that eventually I'll take out and then I'll write to that right and then I'll constantly tweak it on stage okay so my notebooks are the same bit written over and over based on what I just did on stage and listen to myself do again and just trying to remember all the stuff I like wow Makes yeah. sense. like I envy people uh, like I just watched the new Seinfeld special I need yeah, to watch I, that I was gonna make that, oh, make that appointment this so weekend Good. Watch it. Like, even if Seinfeld's not your bag comedy-wise, like, right. you can't discount the amount of work he put into himself to turn himself into a brand. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, I, he... He's talked about this. I'm not spoiling anything. He's talked about it before. He writes everything on yellow legal pads, word by word. I'm like, that's an amazing discipline I wish I had. That is incredible discipline. I can't. I feel like it stays with you more like yeah. that. Like, if you don't, you, I mean, like, because you have all these notepad functions, but I don't feel and like I, it, like, flows through you right. And like, I, I, I don't gone away from that. I, I went, I used to use the cell phone a lot, and I heard rock. He now carry. He's always carried around a small yeah. pad, and so when I heard Rock did, it, and he would immediately write things down. I was like, all right. So I want to get into a similar routine. Now I have not heard Jerry doing word for word. Now that you're right is incredible yeah. because I because I'll get my notepad out and I'll just go like five thoughts or um, five words, not complete sentences. Or, right. And so to hear him do that, that's impressive. Yeah, that's the other part of my notebook is gibberish. Yes. <laughs> like just gibberish to anyone who's not me. Yeah, my, <laughs> I, I left it around. I think I left it at my mom's house, my one of my legal pads. And, uh, and she was like, well, aren't you worried leaving this around? I was like, trust me, somebody catches this. They're, they're going to have no fucking no. clue what the hell this right. is. Yeah, this is all yeah. about. I probably think I was a serial killer more than anything else. <laughs> oh, man, all the weird set lists in it. Like one of my set lists, <laughs> if you just found I post pictures on my set list occasionally on Instagram because I am a social media manager for myself yeah. and I believe in boosting the signal as much as possible. Right. You can follow me on Instagram at Chris D. Sear. Uh, that's C-H-R-I-S-D-C-Y-R. Thank you. Thank no you. In case you're wondering. But uh, I'll post set lists and then I'll be like I should probably not do that because it'll be things like cocaine, dog Vicodin, yes. kill your wife, <laughs> fuck kids. Right. It's going to put you on a list. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I remember one, like, one of my first years is like WNBA, pussy fuck. Art, uh, donuts, uh, three point shot. Like it was like, I would, yeah. someone saw this. They were like, I hope you go to jail, sir. Exactly. <laughs> also, can we just acknowledge that in the first year of comedy, we're all going to write the pussy yes, fart? Yes, we're going to pussy fart jokes. Male like, oh, or female, it's, it's happening. It's like comedy 101. <laughs> pussy fart jokes. You're going to work it out. You feel like an ass because you feel like the guy like when you go to the grocery store. Because I feel like if you buy like condoms at a grocery store, like everything that is in your cart 
is somehow associated with sex now because you have condoms. <laughs> right. you know, what kind of night you're going to have? You got fruity pebbles, milk, bread, and condoms. Uh-huh. Someone's a freak. Like, no, I'm just right. getting necessities. Or need- if you just want to go ahead and be honest and say you weren't going to buy that stuff and you were trying, right. To, right. You oh, were yeah. trying to camouflage it. Oh. Why do you have a hammer, Vaseline, paper towels, <laughs> condoms, and then multivitamins? You know, when I was a teenager, I didn't have that problem. I bought extra condoms. Really? Like, I thought it was so cool to buy condoms in front of people when I was a teenager. I would just buy more condoms than I needed for all of high school at yes. once and constantly buy them again because I never carried them with me. Right. The first thing they taught us in class is don't carry them in your pockets or your wallet right. or any of that. So they would always be at home where I'd never used them. Mine was even, <laughs> see, yeah, see, condoms yeah. were like, uh, I don't know, name three other things you always buy because you never had it on you. But condoms were that for me. Like I, Every time I was going to have sex, I would have to buy a whole new box of condoms. <laughs> And they're never like when we were in a college town like Columbia, like everyone would go to Walmart all the time. No matter the time of day, everyone it's packed in Walmart. So even if you're like, oh, after a crazy night of drinking, you're like, I'm gonna slip over here, grab me some condoms at Walmart. Well, their family's still shopping at one in the morning. Yeah, yeah they're so not just like adhering I can't to your college lifestyle. Right. Oh, that's <laughs> when you just get their youngest kid and go, Hey man, can you give me a box of condoms over there? <laughs> go do that. Nah, your mom said it's cool. Do it. Have at it, man. Your dad's probably need some too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I went there. Yeah, Chris. Uh, how was? Uh, what did you do last night? You did fancy things. Last fancy night? things was how was it? That is so, a fun show. Zach is a funny, nice dude. He came in and did. Uh, uh, a radio show in the evenings and didn't break character for about half an hour. What do you mean break character? <laughs> so he was offensive. He, that's not a character. Oh, that's my mistake. Yeah. He's just a I'm fancy sorry. guy. Travis. That's his personality. He's doing he this. Is Travis. Definitely. Chris is part of this now. So <laughs> let's go ahead and do it. He's, oh, he's a character. No, but he, he does the whole show. Yeah. And now it turned into, does he have a stand-up element to it? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, last night, Ella uh, Fritz yeah. and I both performed. It was fun. Uh they all dressed fancy. I dressed like I bought cocaine in Vegas. Um, I really did. I was okay, going to put on like a suit. This a lot. Go okay. on. I was going to put on a suit. But I was like, I don't want to do comedy in a suit. Nothing I do on stage lends itself to being in a suit. You guys have seen my act. Yes. I am not suit and tuxedo guy. Right, right, right. I'm like, It would have been confusing. Yeah. I'm like the uncle that you know is could probably do your taxes, but you might not want them to. <laughs> That's a good way to put so, it. So uh, I, uh, I wore corduroys and like, a, you know, I wore a Denman shirt, basically. Uh-huh. You know ah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, you got some dope shirts. I'm just going to say. Uh, I wore this print shirt untucked yeah. with a sport coat over it. The only thing I was missing was like the aviators Hunter S would be wearing. Right, right, right. And uh, I know the look you're speaking of. I don't mean to deviate, but I said this like three times. The freaking anytime I'll like try and impress somebody, like my go-to is like casual. Throw a sport coat on over like a nice button down, but That's keep it. it casual. Wear jeans. That is yep. such a St. Louis fucking thing. Not to a do. t-shirt though. No, because you're not a divorced dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that once in a while. Oh. No, but I just feel like a cheap agent yeah. whenever I do that because like, hey, don't worry, I'm I'm hip. I right. got jeans on, man. But I it's, feel it's so much more be- like more better. I feel like it's more comfortable than a full suit for a situation yeah, like that. Like suits people are, are like, but yeah. yeah, and then people are like, whoa, what's the occasion? Mm-hmm. But if you put jeans on, they're like, cool guy, right? Yeah, that's it. So you're dressed in your Coke dealer, outfit, yeah. So uh, or so, Coke purchaser. So outfit. I thought that was fancy enough, I, man. So I've been reading way too many books about like the cartel and the mob. Aren't and, they addictive like, as shit? Though? Oh, I've been yeah. tearing. And 
then you start seeing characters all connected. Yes. So everything in my life right now is about somehow smuggling <laughs> drugs or guns into this country. Have uh, you seen Narcos? Yes. I need. Uh, is there a new season I need to watch? Isn't oh, there? then I might not be caught up if there's a new season. I think there's. I think uh, there might be. The, they. I think that. I think it's out. I think my I wife turned me on to that show, and it. it is so. Well, good. I it thought too. Good. I was Do like, I like, isn't this like fucking Titanic? Don't we know what's going to happen? Like, no, Paul Escobar is not running Colombia right now. It's anything, and but. then it's just right. am- unbelievable. I think it, and that's a funny thing. And this is what I love about this great country of ours is that we will uh, openly acknowledge like our defeat in the war on drugs. And then make a movie out of it. Right. That entertains the fuck out of it. Like, ah, look at our country struggle with a huge addiction problem that completely debilitates lives of millions of Americans every day. Let's make a show out of it. But it's interesting to watch because you're and, like, oh, oh, that's how it worked. That's how we have crippling urban cities right now. Right. I see. I get it. And occasionally uh, we allow a band to get popularity off the name, too. Right. Yeah. John Rose to get popular oh my God. off of it. It's, it's, it's such, it's, yeah, I'm with you there on the All reading that stuff into is that show. So addicting. So, yeah, so everything I do, I should probably read something upstanding. <laughs> but so that's my, that's how I dressed for fancy things. But it was really cool. Like yeah. we both did stand up. So Ella wore like an Oscar dress. <laughs> nice. So nice. I plays. And Zach wears a, a tuxedo the whole time. Yeah. Um, uh, there was an artist there named Julia Madras. I'm Spanishing up her name. She's that's very nice. white. I don't I'm think she said that, that, that way. That sounds sexy. Um, but she makes tile, she t- takes photos and she uh, blazes them on tiles. And they were really good looking. It was like a fun night. It's like it's it combined great. art and comedy and the improv shop. Like you should go see stuff at the improv shop five nights a week. They have improv and stand up. <laughs> on the, he's on the shows. several payrolls there. <laughs> yeah, I need to make it by the new improv shop. I have not been. And like it comes down again to all my friends do shows there and it's 9 p.m. on a weeknight. And I'm like, well, yeah. uh, if I go to that, I'll have three or four drinks. I'll watch their show. It'll be an awesome show. And uh, I will have a domestic argument. <laughs> I will have that happen. And then I will be dragging ass till roughly 2 p.m. the next day and not be able to not catch. It becomes this whole damn thing. Right. But it's so cool that that venue is thriving and there's many different aspects of performance happening there. Here's how you solve this problem. What you do is the moment you have a thought, I should go to the improv shop and see a show, stop thinking. Uh-huh. Like right then and there, just yeah. let it happen. Yes and it. Let everything happen. Yes, <laughs> yes and. Yes and. <laughs> yes and. I should go tomorrow night, too. <laughs> right? So when's, uh, when's your next show? Yeah, you do wild uh, card comedy. I do wild card every Wednesday. Uh, that's a fun open mic. I think if you're trying to do comedy, come out and do it. It's a challenge, always, because they're half... It's a... I don't know if you've been in a crow's nest. It's a shotgun bar. Yes. So we do it in the front of the room, so everybody who doesn't know there's an open mic is also there. Very um, confused. Yeah, like very a, confused and talking. at the bar, talking like, yeah, yeah I, t- I told that bitch the other day she's going to give me my damn kids back. That's it. <laughs> oh my god, that's almost literally what happened the other day. A couple weeks ago, I shouted down a couple at the end of the bar who just the whole night not only decided to sit at the end of the bar closest to the stage, but then talk the whole time oh, like, about uh, the show. About the like, show? Like just saying how they wish the show would end and how none of this oh, is funny and wow. none of these people are comics like she would see on and, TV. And she's probably and, thinking right. to herself, she's whispering like, I just don't think these people should be on no, stage. No, no, she was passively they, aggressive. Oh, she was yeah. being 
talk. Yeah, she didn't want to oh. actually talk to us. And there's some dude there trying to fuck her. So yeah, he's so agreeing he's being the whole a little time. Bitch. He's not oh. going to. Yeah. He's playing along. Yeah, they are bad. Yeah. And then like, they you know, decided. Oh, comedy. Oh, I hate them. They oh. yelled out like between two of my favorite comics. And I'm like, okay, no, you can't do that. So right. I just went up and passively, aggressively yelled about them uh, very loudly until they left the room. Wow. Look at you. It's terrible. I don't usually police the room. Like, usually I'll walk up to somebody politely and say, hey, guys, I know you want to be in the bar. Could you just maybe move to the back end of the bar? Or, you know, the patio is really fucking nice. Get out. <laughs> right, um, right. But when they're that shitty, it's terrible. But we I, have so many cool moments at that open mic. Like, Kenny Kynes did his set while standing on a table the oh, other day, okay. which you should not do. Don't stand on tables and bars. <laughs> They're not insured for that. <laughs> Kenny's now banned. No, he's not, but still. <laughs> but we have weird moments like that all the time, so we yeah. do that every Wednesday. I think really? my next formal show is... Uh, well, I'm in Breeze, Illinois tonight. That's that's going to be fun. You How gonna, far is that what, from what, here? with the uh, the ski distribution soda center. <laughs> is that where it is? <laughs> I thought that was in Lebanon. I've ever heard of Breeze, Illinois is because of oh, ski that's going to be hard. Is that a I bar? I haven't had a soda since is it, June. Is it January. a bar? Yeah, uh, no, it's at an American Legion Hall. Oh, nice. Apparently, they've been doing comedy at it. Interesting. Uh, American Legion two five two in Breeze, oh, Illinois. I was going to ask if it was two five three. no. Well, maybe it is two five three. I don't know. I'm just picking numbers. <laughs> Uh, it'll be a fun show. Um, JC Sabala's on it with me and a local person, and I'm going to do 45 minutes of uh, Damn. of drug and wow. uh, derelict humor in front of what is possibly a very gonna, um, conservative crowd. I was going to ask, know. what's the crowd going to be like? I don't know. Crowds always love me. Like, yeah. Even if they're grandparents, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just be like, aren't you glad I'm not your grandson? And there you go. <laughs> <We're> like, oh. <laughs> That's a perspective I need. <laughs> exactly. He, he makes a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy could have been a lot worse. Um, the next big thing I'm on is uh, the Stand Up for Pitch show at Helium. Uh, that's, what, uh, what's the story behind that? Is so, there a story? I don't, not really a story. It's a traveling show that um, Rebecca Corey does uh, where every show they do goes to benefit that foundation, mm-hmm. which then they pass along to funds and then materials to rescue organizations that help abused animals. Nice. And I think they specialize in pit bulls, which is why it's Stand Up for Pits. There you go. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. I'm on it. Nathan Orton's on it. Angela Smith's on it. Never heard of any of those. Names. Yeah, they're all, they're all like new people. Whatever. Come on. We all know Whatever. who they are. They're great. Love them. Uh, we're on that. It's a... Uh, they're selling tickets now. It should be fun. It's a, all the proceeds go directly to the organization. That's so awesome. It'd be fun. I'm going to do uh, 15 minutes, probably mostly of dog and drug jokes. Nice. Combining you do the two. have a nice combination of. I do. It's yeah. like all the stuff I was getting ready to retire. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> we back in. I was trying to change my image. Yeah. I was going to be the literary comic. <laughs> I'm back to taking pet pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What about the, we've got a show that we're going to be a part of October 28th. Obviously, uh, we've got our second anniversary, October 21st. But maybe you've got some tips for us. I asked uh, a fellow, uh, I asked Ian Bag if he could. Uh, I was like, hey, I thought this would be cool. Wow. There you go. It's been like 45 minutes. I was waiting for you, you to you chime had in. You even. No, but this is real. So we're doing a pun <laughs> competition together, that Punderdome oh, yeah. show. And it's going to be really fun because it'll be at Delmar Hall, October 28th. Get tickets. Come out, cheer for me and Travis. And I. Uh, um, now, will Nathan Maul, the champion from last one, be there as I well? I think so, yeah. Are you competing against him? Is I he think. defending? Oh, shit. I would think, yeah. 
I need to see funny. video. I need you video. Should see video. We, yeah, we've got videos and emails. I'm very careful what I send to you because you won't read it. So you I, have to. You really like have the, to go like yeah. I have X, to X, X, new porn. Yeah. And then I go, oh, well, finally. Right. It comes through my email. Is no. Ian Bag coming in for that? Like, no. Oh, okay. I just literally, it's my one connection. I talked to Ian him. Ian Bag poo-pooed us. He did. I was like, hey, boys, we're doing this pun thing. I think it would be fun. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, uh, have fun. That was the first time his Canadian broke character. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Man, he's he's like, I'm going to go full SoCal. I think stuff like this is Ian Bag frowns on the pun community. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Ew, let's tweet that out. He's not very punny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't tweet I would that say, one. I would say tweet that out, but then Ian doesn't touch Twitter, so it doesn't. Not anymore. No. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what do we do to uh, win that? Just be super prepared. Um, read every headline you see. Yeah. I think, man, that would be the worst if you had to compete against someone who writes headlines. Right. Like I like, saw, like oh, post this Benjamin Hockman. Yeah, right. <laughs> who's on our show, yeah. who's competing in the same show. Oh, is he competing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember last time they had like the sports editors or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if they had an actual headline writer that time. Yeah. Writer, writer that time. Uh, well, he's a columnist and he's a talented yeah, guy. You're, you're going in handicapped. I uh, <laughs> I recommend getting a copy of Balderdash or Pictionary. Yeah. Okay. And instead of drawing them, I don't know. I am making shit up at this point. Oh, like, there is really no I, shit. I'm the worst at puns. I'm the worst at puns. Can you start sleeping with Brandon Judd? Um, <laughs> like he's Wait, really does good that at puns. Mean he's good at puns, or Angela's good at puns. Oh shit! I didn't See even think about did that there? way. Yeah. I thought his punniness would rub off on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I just want to point out that was a pun. No, it's really that's, solid. That's, oh, that's right. why I can't advise you on how to make puns. <laughs> I'm up here like I'm gonna go buy a dictionary. That's why I've never signed up for that. Game forever. That sounds like a good. That's a double. Ford. I can. That's cool for me. What I about, had the guy in the audience. If he was like chosen to participate, would be like, "Nah, that was an accident. Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> what about this? Uh, if you were a Taco Bell employee, did Sharon get fired? Give me the gore details. Thank you. Boom. Thank you. I think you would get something on the applause meter for uh, that. This is funny because my brother works at Taco Bell Corporate and asked me for some quick puns yesterday because of something they're doing. I don't know why. Uh, what's a Taco Bell employee's favorite comic strip? What? Case of Dilbert. Good night! Wow. <laughs> Well, hey, I hate to crunch, wrap it up, Supreme. But see, that's I can't oh, do man. it. Oh man, I don't think you should mount and do that. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should baja blast that one back into the toilet. Such a silly concept. I don't know. I think it'll be. I think it should be. Fun it's a to silly get up concept, but it's huge in oh, New York. It and is. Well, like, and Delmar well, nationwide. Hall. Yeah, right. They'll sell it out too. Yeah. Oh, last one was out the door. Yeah. yeah Joe Firestone, fun. Fred Firestone. <laughs> yeah. Kicking ass. It's Chris, thanks so for coming crazy. by today. Man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. I enjoy this most of the time. It's, uh, <laughs> that's fair. Edit that part out. Yeah, we'll yeah that's edit uh, all. Edit. I got something else you can edit. Go out. see one of Chris's shows. Follow him on Facebook. Yeah. What's the Instagram again? My Instagram is Chris D Sear C H R I S D C Y R, and uh, you will be treated to three a.m. Uh, versions of me and bars reading poetry or singing songs or asking what the hell last call even means. <laughs> Stuff selfies like with that. Jameson. That is, there is a whole month that was nothing but selfies with Jameson. It was pathetic. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I love it. Social uh, media management, man. That's right. All day, baby. Uh, come out again. We've got uh, the second year anniversary party that we need to keep telling you guys about. We'll announce a Two location years. next week, right? That's Two the gold anniversary, right? Bullshit. Yeah, uh, of course. Like bring them gold. That's right. 
and follow us online. We are live radio.com. We are live. We're out of here. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Bye. Buy my beard oil. <laughs>